identified with you on Community Matters. Thanks for being with us here on Saturday morning or anytime at BattleCreekPodcast.com. Among the folks we want to be in touch with as the Blue Oval Battery Plant details become clearer and progress is made is the mayor of Marshall, Jim Schwartz. We talked to him on Wednesday of this week, one day after the latest council meeting where a number of adjacent property owners came forward, sold their property toward the battery plant effort. At least uh, the process by which they sold to the city was completed and the properties were accepted officially by the council. At any rate, uh, others spoke up at that meeting saying they don't want to sell. As we'll hear now from Mayor Schwartz, how that affects the project remains to be seen. Joined now by the mayor of Marshall, Michigan, Jim Schwartz. Mr. Mayor, good morning. Well, thank you, Richard, for having me on on this uh, show, and I do appreciate the time and getting word out to our community and letting people be involved, right? Right. Thank you very much, too. I know you've been uh, busier than usual with this announcement about the uh, $3.5 billion battery plant that Ford Motor Company intends to build at the Marshall Megasite. And we'll get to some of those details in a second. How long have you been the mayor? Well, I took over mayor just in January of 2023. The election was in November, but the actual office took place at the 1st of January at our first meeting. So not very long. (laughs) You've gotten busy pretty quickly. (laughs) Right into it. It's a good thing. And, And this is one of the reasons why I did run to tackle some of our tough choices, right? As you mentioned, that $3.5 billion investment into our community um, doesn't come often, and I'm glad to be a part of that. Well, you're no stranger to Marshall, though, having been uh, the uh, public safety director in the past. So this uh, certainly has been a talk at times of the town, right? The notion that someone might situate a development like this in Marshall, right? You were aware this could happen. Correct. I came to Marshall um, back right around 2009. At that time, if you recall, if you were here, and, and most of our listeners would have been, Volkswagen was looking to utilize that site. Mm-hmm. Um, we were one of the finalists, and apparently it didn't come to fruition, but it's been talked about way back well before then. So uh, my understanding is like in right around the year 2000. Now in 2023, uh, we we landed Jewel, I believe. Yeah, so let's talk about the latest, at least as we know it right now. So the announcement was made uh, some time ago now by Ford that this would be happening. And in the latest uh, meeting in Marshall, there were land transfers that took place. So help us understand that, if you would. There's a piece of land associated with the mega site, but for this particular development, there's some additional land that's necessary. Is that true? That's true. Um, Marshall City and Marshall Township have what we call a 425 agreement amongst each entity. The homeowner of the property makes a request to come into the city. So if they make that request, it, it is taken before the Marshall Township Board. If they approve it, then it comes over before the city of Marshall. And then um, we have the public hearing whether to accept that or not. And right, uh, two meetings ago, several parcels came in. And then last night, six more parcels came came in. It is a process that's been agreed upon. The 425 has been around for a very long time. And what that does is it allows those parcels to come into the city 
And usually that's done for the infrastructure, water, sewer, those types of things. And in this case, it is for the water and sewer. And uh, that's why they were asked to come into the city this time. So these are parcels that are adjoining the property that are necessary for those infrastructure uh, things. And uh, they're owned by other people. And now those folks are turning them over to the city for this project. Is that, am I understanding that correctly? Yeah, the land is going over to the Marshall Area Economic Development Group, MEDA. They're taking possession of the property. MEDA, once the, the property is sold to them, is how it's requested to come to the city at that point. So, yes, that's exactly right. There's the parcels for the project itself, and then there's some outlying parcels that they're looking at for infrastructure. It could be to um, ideas of outlying buildings. I'm not sure. I have not seen the, the plans yet for the complete structure. And that's where people will really have a chance to get involved and lay eyes onto it, onto it as well. But yes, the, the property that we have coming in is all part of the economic development for that area. Are there other parcels that are needed? I believe um, there will be more talked about. I don't know the exact number or the layout uh, Marshall Area Economic Development Director Jim Dorian is one that might be able to speak on that further because okay. um, we don't hear anything until they actually want to bring it into the city. So you hear a lot of talking up to like 1,900 acres total that, that they're looking for this complete um, project. So I know the first was around 950 acres. So there are other parcels that will come in is my understanding. And there was a few reports that that uh, were published after the meeting this week that indicated there are some folks who are saying, nope, I, I don't want to give up my property. Uh, how do you handle that? And um, what, what's the uh, current state of affairs as it relates to that? Does that make the project more difficult? What What's the viewpoint on that? So as I mentioned earlier, anyone that approaches the township to to bring their property into the city is how it works under the 425. There is no such thing as eminent domain to take it or forcing anybody to sell their property. Okay. Every parcel that, that we have talked about that has been brought in to the city to this point has been willing sellers. They have agreements on the property, closings on the property, and then the request has come in. So Absolutely none of the properties that have been asked to come in have been, um, anybody's been forced to sell. Mm-hmm. That that has not happened. Okay. And if someone doesn't want to, does that cause a problem for the project at all? I don't know. It would for us because we would not accept them into the city. We don't want to be part of anyone being forced to, to do that to come into the city. Fair enough. Okay. Well, these are some of the details, right? <laughs> some of the uh, the details yeah. that come up during these kinds of things that have to be ironed out. All in all, though, you made a comment in the beginning of our discussion that uh, you're on board in terms of uh, the overall project and uh, what it can do for the employment base and, and the economy in the uh, Marshall region, right? Right. It's not just a city of Marshall project. This is countywide, actually Southwest Michigan wide. When you're talking $3.5 billion investment with that, you know, you look at your housing, you're looking at other areas that would support a business of this nature. 
Um, one of the things that when, when this was brought to the forefront and I thought to myself, why is it that we have Michigan, Western Michigan University, University of Michigan, Michigan State, all these colleges within the area, KTC, and the talent base that's there within the reach of something like this with engineering, chemistry that may be involved, those types of, of jobs. And why are our kids having to go away to go to work or drive 50, 60 miles to go to work when we have an opportunity for them to live, work, and play in our community? I think it, it, it is a win-win now and into the future. Uh, Ford has a history of being, you know, an American company. You're hearing some things about foreign investments and what have you. My understanding is Ford owns the property. It's Ford subsidiary. The workers are paid by Ford. The talent is Ford. They're just using technology from um, the CATL. Now, I think it, at my age, you know, in, in my 60s, how many companies have left and, and left the U.S. to go do things cheaper? Now we're bringing jobs back here into the U.S., into southwest Michigan, and using that technology to, to better serve our citizens. And I, I just think that's why I'm in favor of this project. Yeah, interesting point when we think about that, sure, that uh, uh, we've heard many times the idea that um, uh, why couldn't we have those jobs, quote unquote, those jobs in the United States? Well, here's uh, that's a good point. Here's an example of that. How do you uh, and I'm sure you've heard from them, uh, Mayor, how do you respond to folks who say there goes my small town? There goes that feel oh, that we have now. How, what, what's your feeling on that? Well, change is always scary, right? We, we Change can be good, change can be bad, but all in all, it's, it's through the process that you ensure the things that are very near and dear that we try to hold. And as I mentioned to those at the meeting last night um, that had concerns, I said, this is the part where you go to the planning commission and the zoning, um, put your eyes on the project yourself, and, and knowledge is power. You know, it's the unknown that, that people are, get, get concerned about. But as the process develops and, and you talk things through and you address those important concerns that you have, try to meet those, and then you get the best project possible. This is where that takes place between the, the zoning and the planning, the joint planning commission between Marshall City and Marshall Township. They still are involved in that. And we want to protect our, our vital resources, right? The rivers, our communities, the housing that, that is in that area. Those are very, very concerning to a lot of the people and to me as well. And we want to preserve that. I don't know if you're aware of it or not, but Ford has already come out and said 425 acres along the Kalamazoo River will be turned over for conservation. Yeah, in fact, we just because discussed that people... uh, with the uh, county board vice chair, Steve Frisbee, who was just on with us a, a little bit ago, uh, mentioned that as well. And, of course, the notion that um, the land as a as a preserve or as a park still needs to have some support for its long-term uh, maintenance. And uh, and that was uh, apparently well articulated to Ford also. And maybe you're aware of that, too. Right. And when on February 13th, I was invited to go up and speak at, at the announcement um, in Romulus, and it was even stated there and to me, and I, and I put that into my, my talk when I spoke, that the Ford Fund is committed to making sure that that takes place. So there is going to be some funding to make sure that does occur. 
Yeah, and imagine that um, uh, that might be one of the concerns that you've heard. Tell me if I'm if that's not true. Being a large plant, maybe there's going to be noise. Uh, maybe there's going to be a, a different quality of life as a result of that in in a negative way. And so perhaps this provides a, a buffer to some of that. Uh, but maybe that's some of the concerns you've heard. And that is true. You get the environmental concerns, the light pollution, noise pollution, other pollution. You know, we have strict um, guidelines through state and federal guidelines that will have to be met. We also have strict guidelines within the city um, zoning and requirements, setbacks. On top of that, you know, they don't build right up just to the uh, conservation area. Mm -hmm. There are ways of building mounds and, and directing light and, and shining down. There's so many advancements in technology today on how we do things. So we want to utilize all those. And again, this is the part that is the unknown until we can lay eyes on it and, and actually see the project and what the differences they can make to ensure that people can stay in their homes that are in that area feel comfortable. This is the part that, that we can bring out through that process. And yeah. I'm excited to see it. So I suppose uh, what you're saying is that uh, you feel confident that Ford is uh, being uh, good fiduciaries of that message, and they feel that they are approaching this with uh, that kind of concern, that they there is a concern that, that folks are comfortable with the plan. Do you feel that way? Yes. Um, good example is they had a meet and greet here just recently over at um, Schuler's here in the city of Marshall. And through that process, there were, Richard, at least several hundred people that, that came to that open house. And this was the opportunity for people to talk to Ford that was there. Very, very strong in favor of the project. The few that are, are negative, and I respect that, and I want to listen to the concerns. But we should also get the word out there of the positives. And through that information and talking uh, to the people there, at our last meeting, it came up that, you know, one of the concerns that Ford heard is our barns that are out there, right? Some of those are historic barns and, and, and have a lot of um, character. Ford made the announcement that they're working to preserve those barns. So they are listening Constituents are listening. When I say constituents, me and, and my council members, uh, city manager, made is listening. It is not falling on deaf ears. Just because this exciting announcement, which is good, we want to make sure it stays in a positive. And that's what we're working towards. And everybody's being listened to, those in favor and those that have concerns. So you talked about uh, zoning commissions and, and paying attention to some of those details. Are there other things you'd recommend that uh, residents do if they are uh, either in favor or against in order to stay informed and, and be a part of the information process that's now underway? Sure. I, Richard, I, I think the best thing is to be involved. Go to these meetings. Um, they are public meetings. They're open to the public. They're, they're posted. Ford has many, many more open houses scheduled to be coming up. Get involved in those as well. Ask those questions. Talk to other people that are there. Talk to business people. What is it truly that they feel this would bring to them or to other businesses within the area? You know, we get a lot of, of comments. Well, why out there? Why don't we put it into our industrial area? Well, mm -hmm. we don't have acreage for something like that. 
or we would love to have it in that area. So we have to accommodate something that, you know, a plant this size can work on. And, you know, let's take a look back and we need to coexist with our environment. We need to coexist with our industrial needs. And I just really, truly, in the heart of hearts, feel that it coming here to Marshall, we have the, the knowledge, the workforce, the desire to make this a success along with boards. What have you heard from uh, business owners uh, as they talk to you about this project? Well, you know, you, you hear that, well, with our small businesses, Marshall is very well known for their downtown, 98% occupancy rate, people walking downtown, would we still be able to do that? So when, when something like this comes in, you, you, you get concerned of the big box stores mm-hmm. is, is what was been brought up. So talking to them is, no, it, it, it is still our downtown. These are where we hold our events. This is, you know, people come to Marshall for the historic to, to see the old homes. And we still have our, our community events. Those are still being drawn downtown. And our business people um, have stood up and shown support through MADA for this project as well. So it, it's there that are saying, yeah, we, we like this project. We look forward to bringing board in. They don't feel threatened. They feel that it coexists and they will complement each other. Well, it would make sense uh, to have that viewpoint if you're a business owner, say, in, in downtown Marshall, and let's suppose you're a restaurant. I'm just grabbing that out of the air, but uh, you, you're feeding people. The presumption is there'd be more people to feed, <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. How many people will it bring into Marshall itself? I don't know, but you know, there, there's housing available. We have Battle Creek and our surrounding areas. There will be more housing that will be, be brought in. We have a little bit of a shortage now, but we can address some of those and make it affordable, right? Um, we have the opportunity to take advantage of that. So with this will come other projects that Marshall's been looking to do um, to address our, our housing and affordable housing, uh, just like any other community. That is why I think it's good for this whole region. I'm not just focused on Marshall. I want to be that good neighbor with the townships and the cities around us. That, that will benefit as well. Well, that sounds like a good place to leave it for now. Mayor Jim Schwartz with the City of Marshall, we will stay in touch, and thank you. Oh, I'd love to uh, give you updates as they come along. And again, I, I, I thank our community for the welcoming aspect of this project overall. And stay involved, and I'll work with anybody to keep them involved to the best of my ability as well. Thank you, Richard. Mm-hmm.